the official sound of the Midwest. Midwest Girls is made up of two friends who turn co-host. Meg and I will take you on a raw and unfiltered journey through our lives as followers of Jesus. Whether we are sharing truth and biblical wisdom, giving relationship advice, or telling stories of our dogs, we seek to exist as a platform to give encouragement and love while maintaining our motto to be unashamedly bold, truthful, and genuine in the name of Jesus Christ. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. Enjoy the show. There. Welcome back to Midwest Girls. Hey, everyone. We are so happy to be with y'all again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sorry, this is a day late. I would say it makes, I had to like tell myself this isn't Monday because yes. Monday is when we usually record. It's Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my days are very thrown off um, because of just, you know, I was in Texas this last weekend, came home to a situation um, that I'm not going to talk about in here, but then <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. And, um, so then I was supposed to sub on Monday and that didn't end up happening, but I back subbing today mm-hmm. and yeah, it's been a whirlwind, but I'm excited. This weekend brought a lot of, uh, good nuggets that yeah. the Lord's been working on with me. But, but first, should we talk about our sponsor, Toops and Co? Yes, we should. All right. So Tubes & Co. Organics is a clean, all-natural skincare line um, made here in the U.S. And it is beautiful, it is simple, and it is very nourishing to the skin. Yeah, it works. It's a makeup line that works. Like, I know that sounds silly, but I'm more, at, you know, I'm 35 now, so I'm starting to be like, ooh, I need to be preventative in these wrinkles that are starting <laughs> to show up. And I feel like my skin has never looked so good, yeah. honestly. And it feels good. I'm like, hey, I'll stick with it. It's it's lovely. I love it so much. So, Tupes and Co. Co. I don't know why I do that. Tupes and Co. <laughs> Organics. <laughs> <From the> Midwest. <laughs> yes. Tupes and Co. Organics. Um, you can find the link in our show notes. In our, we also have a discount code called. Midwest, okay, Midwest Girls 10, 10 all mm-hmm. caps. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the merch store is also Midwest Girls 10. If you go to our Instagram page or whatever, click on the link, go to the merch shop, get yourself a Hosanna Homies t-shirt or a sweatshirt. Yes. Go for it. I actually was playing with designs for a new shirt and it might be my favorite. It's going to say you can have it in a shirt or sweatshirt and it's going to say to the ends of the earth. Oh, I like across that. Across it. Because I was actually looking at them because I love my sweatshirt mm-hmm. and you don't see too many like good crew necks. As silly as it is, maybe it is more of a thing. I felt like hoodies had its day, but yes. I want the crew neck. I love a good crew neck. Yeah. I love my Project 6-8 crew neck. Yeah. I want another one. Yeah. Well, if you wait, you could get that one. I was just playing with it today. Deal. <laughs> but anyways, so today um, we're going to talk about healthy relationships. And actually, this is, I don't know, did I tell you about what, when we were talking about what we're going to talk about today? Did I, had, had I already told you about what happened in Texas? I don't know. Sometimes our podcasts and our private conversations get <laughs> intertwined. It's true. We, you told me a bit about Texas. Okay. Like, go ahead. 
Well, I was just wondering because I thought it was funny because the whole theme of um, basically the devotional talks that were um, that were down there that uh, Lauren and Suzanne both did, they talked about, they touched on relationships. It wasn't the main focus, but they touched on like healthy relationships. And I had no idea when I texted that to you yesterday. Yes. That, and I was in my quiet time. So I would say it's a Holy Spirit thing. Yes. But backtrack and tell everyone why you were in Texas. Okay. So I was in Texas because I am in my second year of being a Love One International uh, ambassador. Uh, and so once a year, they gather all the ambassadors together because we live all across the country. Actually, there's even one from Ireland who was cool. there, I guess. It, um, I didn't meet her, so I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but and maybe it was the actually it might have been this worker lady that was there and she was awesome and she loved like fell in love with the organization when she was there but anyways besides the point uh so what they do is they help babies over in uganda africa so around gulu area and they provide medical care to um you know malnourished children and so that's like their first stepping stone so malnourishment is like the number one thing that they come in for and then there's always other other um uh factors yes factors that um come after malnourishment if you're malnourished there's normally reasons why yes malnourished yes um and so what they do is they just don't uh send the kid back into like a poor situation, they do their best to also come alongside the family. And they also have a spiritual development side of it all too. Love it. So yeah, it's really cool. And if you're interested in donating to Love One International, that is also in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And um, being an ambassador, we all get a percentage off of their merch shop. So their merch shop coupon code is Kylie, all caps. Mm-hmm. It goes, all of our ambassadors have one and it's just our first name. It's a caps. good cause, you guys. Like it would, it would be a good thing to donate your money to. <laughs> yes. Children. Yes. And it's beautiful work that they do. Um, so we were down there kind of going over what we had done this past year um, as ambassadors and kind of like looking forward, but also they wanted to create like a fun and safe um, community space for us to get to know one another more other than just over the internet and also to retreat ourselves. And they wanted to pour into us cause we do so much. Yeah. I want to go. <laughs> you should join. It's fun. I'd have to, you'd have, you have to fill me in about that. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it's truly, it's, I enjoy it. It's truly, there's some you know, it's just truly, a, I can't even think what I want to call it, but it gives me joy Yeah, um, is the best way I can explain it because then I'm meeting people, even though it's hard for me. <laughs> I mean, this was, I, I was telling Megan earlier and I was telling my husband last night, um, I go all over to do mission trips and I meet up with most of the time I meet up with people I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't bother me because we're all there to work. Yeah. And there's a project. But this was more challenging because we're all going there to relax. <laughs> <laughs> and getting to know people while relaxing. Because really, in my mind, relaxing is not really talking. Yeah, me too. And just kind of hum- like being, being mm-hmm. still and hibernating. Yes, that's how I am too. <laughs> 
So it was challenging in that aspect, but I met uh, a great group of girls, and I'm very thankful to have met them. And already can't wait to next year to see them again. And um, I feel like we're all very like minded in that aspect, so it made it made it nice and easy. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. But so yeah, with that, do with you, that, do you want to talk about? Let's start with this, and I know I can talk about what I learned down sure. there. I feel like as we talk about that. Um, well, we today we wanted to hit on healthy relationships and like how to have one, what a healthy relationship looks like. I kind of more went in the friendship direction, but we can certainly apply these principles to our marriage, our family relationships, so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, so I guess I would start this podcast and ask yourself, who do you surround yourself with? Mm -hmm. Who is your core group of people? And do they reflect who you want to be, who you think you are? Okay, not to not to jump into something super serious right away, but I kind of just did. Like you have to align yourself with people Mm -hmm. that you want to emulate, because like it or not, you do become the company you keep. Do you hear that? That's the air, I think. Oh, that's creepy. Anywho, sorry. There was if you heard that, that was like, wait a minute. (laughs) That was the building. The floor is vibrating. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, um. 1 Corinthians 15.33 actually says that. 15.33 as I like stumbled over my words there. Um, I told this one class I was telling like, sometimes I stutter. (laughs) It's true. I I told him, sometimes I get sloppy with my words. Like when I say library. Library. (laughs) Measurement. And then this other middle school, like I really do have shaky hands if I hold my phone or a book a certain way. I was just faking it there. But I was showing her something and she was laughing at my shaky hands. Like how rude. But anyways. Um, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 33, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. So who you surround yourself with matters. And if you kind of, it doesn't, this is the question I asked Kylie yesterday. I said, this is a tough one. Mm -hmm. Like, is it possible to be super close with someone that you don't align with spiritually? Mm. Shall we hit on that? Yes, we shall. I like friendship, definitely not romantic relationship because we're supposed to be equally yoked. But how do you do that with a friendship? Because Christ was definitely about Mm -hmm. going after the lost one. Yeah, I would say, I would say you could get close to an extent, Mm -hmm. but there's always, if there's always going to be a barrier there. Yes. If, if they do not believe in God, and also, there's going to be a conviction put on your heart by God mm-hmm. to, to reach out to them mm-hmm. um, when things like that happen. Sometimes God does put you in those, re- in those friendships uh, to, help, to help that person. Mm-hmm. But I also think if we do not move on what he has called us to do, then he will remove us from that situation mm-hmm. because one, we're not being obedient and maybe it's making room for another person to be obedient mm-hmm. or maybe it's um, actually you're making the wrong choice and doing going along with things that they're, they're doing. doing. Yeah. And so for the, um, for him to remove you from that as well. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely agree with that. And that's kind of the conclusions I came to do. It's, 
those aren't the people that you're going to be doing life with necessarily. Um, they're people you're called to, like you said, to minister to. And mm -hmm. ex especially if you're maybe a newer Christian and mm -hmm. the Lord is calling you out of certain habits, say you're surrounding yourself with friends that drink more and get drunk and you're wanting to remove yourself from that, mm -hmm. you might have to do a hard push and end it. Mm -hmm. And that's painful. Yeah, um, I've had few friendships in my life where it wasn't drinking, but there were other things going on. Um, one was, I mean, I guess I'll just share. One was these friendships that were caught up, and this was years ago now, and I don't hold any um, anger or anything. I have forgiveness in my heart for the situation, but the friendships basically, one of the couples was getting a divorce. Mm -hmm. And it the drama of it pulled all the friends in. And I remember it was the actual day she chose to leave her husband. And they expected me to come to one of the houses mm -hmm. and just be like, woo. Like, and I was like, no. Yeah. No, because I was fighting for the marriage. Yeah. And it and I was borderline harassed that night with texts phone calls, where are you? You should be here supporting her. And it was a hard line I drew that day in the sand. Like I and I never again hung out with those people. But it was so painful. And maybe, maybe you're maybe that's not the best example, but sometimes God removes you from a situation and you have to draw that hard line. Yeah. I later went on, maybe like two years later, yeah. went to the, like talked to the women, said, hey, hope you're well. Right. Don't know if I handled that perfectly. Yeah. I was in the midst of, you know, Adam was just a baby. It was taking up so much of my time. And mm -hmm. I, I asked their, you know, I'm sure that hurt you when I did that. And I do ask your forgiveness for the way I removed myself. But that's where that was. I wanted mm -hmm. to make sure that we were good in that way, but I didn't open myself back up to the friendships. Right. Yeah. Mine was so I had a I had a situation as well, and the majority of mine, um, the, well, this situation happened in adulthood um, as well, um, but it was drinking and. Um, husband bashing and just like mm -hmm. there was just that all around immaturity and like you said I don't hold anything against them but I know it was too, it was a very toxic uh friendship and it was I finally realized they were only cheering me on if I was doing the same thing that they were doing yeah and so when I was, you know, sinning, they were all about it. They thought it was hilarious. They thought it was great. They mm -hmm. would even get me to try to do certain things. And I um, would either, some of it I would give in, some of it I did not, thankfully. And, um, but it's just like, no, my, my, my marriage was worse during that time. Mm -hmm. um, my, and my poor husband. Because also, this was an age difference thing, too, and me wanting to be accepted. But um, he was ready to be done with that scene because, mm -hmm. you know, he uh, had his has his own testimony, obviously, too. And we met, and then I went into the scene that he was ready to get out of. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very, very thankful for my ever-loving, patient husband. <laughs> <laughs> and um, because he, you know... In his own quiet way, he did got, was a guiding hand to me, and eventually, I just remember one time, um, 
crying to him and we were in this place and I'm like, I don't even want to be here. This isn't what God wants for us. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, then let's go right now. And I wish I would have said yes, but we didn't go right then. But we went the next day. We It was like midnight. Mm. It was, you know, I could go on and on. But in the midst of it with with friendships that you've had, it's not as black and white. It, you don't want to hurt people. Yeah. And you even like go back and forth. Well, what, what would Jesus do in this moment? But if you yourself are not strong enough to not be pulled down, mm-hmm. you have to remove yourself. Right. And I re I re obviously I regret everything I did, but I most regret. I feel like I could have been more of a light and I wasn't. But at the same time, I'm giving myself grace because I don't think they would have received it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So that's a struggle that, you know, those random things that sometimes come into your head and you're just like, oh, this was 10 years ago. But <laughs> it's, you know what? Now that I've got a little age under my belt, 10 years is nothing. Yes. I still feel like I just had my first kid yesterday and he's 12. Yeah. Like it's your life is a blip. Yes, it is. Um. But what I have to tell myself with situations like that where I go back, oh, man, did I did I handle that well? Did I hurt that person? God, I, I'm not angry at this person. I love them. I just pray, Lord, I, I forgive them, and I know you love them, mm-hmm. and you have them too, and I trust you with them. Mm-hmm. Like, does that – I'm not even going to say it. That's my catchphrase. Does that make sense? <laughs> Mine's, you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> so – yeah, here's some scripture, guys. Um, uh, he not Hebrews, Proverbs thirteen twenty. I'm not even close to Hebrews. <laughs> Maybe it's because I saw the he. Maybe okay. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but a companion of fools will be destroyed. And it's true. Like I mean, you can look at um, kind of what you were saying. You were it was hurting your marriage. Mm-hmm. It was hurting this. I recognize it was hurting my family. It was taking up way too much of my time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's that. And another one, uh, Proverbs 14, 6, and 7. Uh, a scorner seeks wisdom and does not find it, but knowledge is easy to him who understands. Go from the presence of a foolish man when you do not perceive in him the lips of knowledge. It says go from the presence of that. So, you guys... Think to yourselves, okay, how do I, as a believer, as a Christian, how am I going to handle relationships maybe in my life that I know are either dragging me down or we don't line up spiritually? The the Holy Spirit will lead you. Mm -hmm. And take God at his word. You know, it's not, it costs us something. We say that a lot. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the cost is great to follow Jesus. Yes, I'm always offering grace. Always gent, um, gently um, correcting a brother. You yes. know what I'm saying? Never, never lording it over people. Um, obviously, that's not the heart behind any of this. Mm-hmm. So we kind of are hitting on, you know, okay, how do we escape a friendship that may, is maybe not great? But let's not just focus on negative things. How right. how can we as Christians be a good friend to one another? How what is the fruit of that? You got any thoughts? Um, accepting their no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Because I think we're in a society that, um, any no is... People get offended. Very offensive. Yeah. Yes. Very offensive. 
And, you know, it's actually just shows how self-centered as a society we also are. Because guess what? Sometimes the no isn't about you. Sometimes the no is about your friend mm-hmm. who is done. Yeah. <laughs> it's just done for the week. They're tired. They've been, you know, working hard. They've burned the candle at both ends. They've overcommitted to things. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> and and they just can't. <laughs> it's true. Well, I mean, if I if I can, I'll use our friendship as mm-hmm. an illustration. And as I say that, but Beth and my sister as well, like that's something I appreciate so much is we can literally say, hey, anyone want to get together? And if someone goes, no, I'm tired, we're like, cool. Yeah. Like we get it. It's not like, a, oh, I'm so hurt that you're not coming over. Do you still like me? Yeah. No, I'm secure in your love. Go rest with your family. Yes. <laughs> Healthy, yes. healthy relationships respect that, you know what, your husband, your your kids, whatever is going on, God comes first. And if you, sometimes you got to say no. Yeah. And that's good. Yes. We had this happen today. Yes, we, we did. Leanne invited us to a potential Super Bowl thing. Like it was up in the air anyway, I guess. But um, today I text back. Thank you so much. I didn't say that. But... <laughs> But basically, like, hey, um, probably not because I'm tired. Mm-hmm. There's, it's just been a crazy week. I'm going to have Upward all day Saturday. And I can't imagine adding one more thing at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Even though I know I'd have fun. I know I'd love it. But even though this shocks people a lot, I am an introvert and I need my home time. The, I think not, you know, Kylie, I'm not so shocked that you are an introvert. I think that you feel sometimes you need to act as an extrovert yeah. and you need to accept, you need to accept that you're an introvert <laughs> yes. and thus align your life. <laughs> yes. It's true. <laughs> Do I know you? <laughs> yes. um, oh, so speaking of Texas, <laughs> there you go. Uh, perfect segue. So um, both of the talks that Lauren and Suzanne gave really resonated with me, especially Lauren's talk, because um, apparently she also has an issue of overcommitting. This is Lauren Aikens, Thomas Rhett's um, wife. Yes. She like founded this ministry, if you don't know that, for those, for those who really don't know anything about Love One. So she's like a big, so Suzanne founded it, but Lauren is on the board. So she's like a, oh, sorry. She's a huge supporter. Okay. I, I misspoke. I'm sorry. She's a huge supporter of it. And then there's Grace and Valley who are, we're all there too. And they're all leaders in Love One. And they all have like a super cool, um, loving, spirit-filled relationship. And they all bond in this Love One atmosphere. So it's really cool to see it because it reminds me of our friendships, mm-hmm. um, like me, you, Beth, and Leanne. So it was really cool. I'm like sitting there like, okay, she is <laughs> my Beth. And she, <laughs> or, you know, um, anyways, but Lauren was, um, you know, talking about how everybody knows that she overcommits and she's like starting to like get the grips of that herself. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Suzanne and all of them were talking to her and actually explaining to us, like, this is what she does. She commits to a baby, hosting a baby shower or a wedding shower at her house every single weekend. They roasted her a little bit. Yes, a little bit. And she, <laughs> and she was just sitting there like, yep. yep. And um, I, the whole time I was sitting there and I'm like, oh my word, this is me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Suzanne said, was said, this is what she says. And then this is what she was teaching Lauren to say. 
And it is, thank you so much for thinking of me, but we cannot make it Mm -hmm. (laughs) or we cannot do it. Yeah. And um, so it is now my new, my new thing where I need to learn to do that. And also it was funny because then she was said, and you don't need to give an explanation. No, you do not. Because I feel so guilty <laughs> about I saying a story. No. <laughs> Kylie texts me about a certain thing that came up and she was like, she had this elaborate <laughs> response planned out. And it, it, I went to the point where I was like, mm, that's a little much. <laughs> and I said, uh, you just need to say no. And, you, and, I, and I remind you, you don't owe them an explanation. <laughs> And you can roast me too. I'm really not just trying to pinpoint no, you. Okay. <laughs> but like you literally just did that. And that's exactly what I said to you. You don't owe them an explanation. I know. But here's the thing. I have this issue with loving to be wanted or yes. needed. You I have am a wanted, servant's heart. Yeah. Yeah. You you like to serve and you feel like I need to say yes, yes, yes. And but you also on flip hand, you've even said on here like the power of no, and I can do that. <laughs> yes. And now I think you're just like, okay, I believe it. <laughs> See, this is an ever work in progress. I oh, even we was all the, are. I even was the advocate of the power of no podcast. Oh, no. And you do do it. I'm not saying that. It's just no, we no. all are constantly learning. Like, mm-hmm. okay, now we know this, and now we can apply it here, and now we can apply it here. We've never achieved it. No, you know? we never arrived. Yeah. As many would say. So if you find yourself maybe in a friendship where it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I have to do this or they're going to be mad at me. Hmm. Maybe it's time for a heart to heart with that friend. I heard the best piece of advice. Are you know what I'm going to say? No. The best piece of advice on Alex Clark's The Spillover podcast with the minimalist mom. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's her like handle name or if that was just what came to mind. Sure. She like has a platform on being a minimal minimalist. She's from Ohio. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? Wild. And um, basically what she did was um, after her kids were born, or first one I think it was, she basically realized that she couldn't do and keep up with all these relationships that she had. Mm -hmm. And there was some that were more energy taking than others. Mm -hmm. And she put her friends in tears. And it sounds really horrible, but at the same time, it was the best. She said it was the best thing ever. And mm-hmm. so actually it's helped me quite a bit. I haven't put them in tears, but there are things where I'm like, okay, I haven't talked to them probably in a six months. Mm-hmm. So if they want to hang out, like they can text me. I'm not going to feel super obligated to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. Not in a mean way. Not mean, not being mean. But I have relationships in my life who are in my everyday life mm-hmm. and they get first priority mm-hmm. um, whether it be the kids whether it be uh, my husband whether it be you know my closest and dearest friends my family um, yeah they that those are the things that come first um, well after God obviously but yeah. I think everybody knows that I meant to bring this book um, that I've been reading and it's called real marriage by Oh, Megan. Um, anyways, real marriage. I'll I'll get my phone here in a minute and look up the title because I would like to recommend it. Actually, it's very good. But there is a whole um, section of a chapter. And yes, it's about marriage, but that hit exactly on this. And that even if you call yourself an extrovert, mm-hmm. you are only capable of being close friends with like 
two to three people. Mm -hmm. And those people should never become before your spouse. Um, So, yeah, that's that's another good friendship barometer, I guess. Like Mm -hmm. Kylie was saying earlier, if you're a bunch, women are so guilty of this. And I, I have done it before, too. But like making fun of your husband, if you find that that is like the theme of your bonding, mm-hmm. run. Yes. Like, or bring up or speak some wisdom into the situation. Be like, hey, like, let's uplift our men. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I'm so grateful for him. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I just hate that about our society. Like, yes. it's just become such a normal thing. And yeah. it's so evil, actually. Mm-hmm. It's not funny, mm-hmm. it's evil. Yeah. And we, it's just attacking marriage and the foundations of families. It, it, I could go on and on. Yeah. Be your husband's biggest fan. Be his mm-hmm. biggest cheerleader. Yeah. And there's something, you know, I've come to Kylie before with like a, a legitimate prayer request and maybe like say, well, this is the situation, but never has it crossed into, you know, yeah. I can't stand him. It's a, because I know she loves Jesse too. And she understands, like, wow, yeah, I'm going to pray for you both in this. Yes. That's different. Yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't do you any good. Because you know what it is? When you speak those words, even though you can't, it's hard to imagine this. I don't think people understand this. But when you are saying the words, when you are bashing your husband, bashing your kids, bashing anyone, next time you see that person, it, your brain automatically thinks of that. Yeah, it hurts your witness. It like manifests into the life, into your relationship. Yes, it's because I believe in speaking over people. That's why a lot of times I like giggle when I say it because it does sound funny. But um, I'll say in Jesus' name, I do not receive that. Yeah, I do too. And so it's just like I didn't know you did that. <laughs> yeah. I learned something. And I'll even do the. <laughs> Do you really? That's why I giggle sometimes because for some reason my instinct (laughs) is to do that. (laughs) But um, obviously, so if you are, you know, spending an hour bashing your husband with with a friend, you go home, you're automatically just going to think, oh, you're so horrible. Yes. You don't do anything for me. You are, you know, you just like to, excuse me, (laughs) throw things around and. Um, sit in your chair, blah, 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 or you're working all the time yeah. and you don't care about me. Well, you know, he cares about you because he's working. He or he's working because he cares about you. I said mm-hmm. that backwards. Or, you know, he can relax too. Yes. But, you know, I just feel like you. it's easy to, when you get in a room, especially women, we're really bad at this. Um, not us specifically, women in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, but... When you get in a room with another woman and they start in and then you start in, you feed off each other. You do. Well, everyone's got a funny story. Yes. And it's when the funny story crosses over into bashing. Yes. That's where it becomes sin. Yes. And, you know, sometimes even the funny story sometimes is just between you and your husband. Yes. Some things are sacred. Yes. You know, like I'm not going to share everything. Yeah. That's my husband, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah. Um. So being a good friend is loving your friends enough to, you know, speak truth into a situation and loving, (laughs) I don't know how to say it, loving your friend and also loving their family, their spouse, Mm -hmm. like knowing that that's proper order. That's a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. Those are built on good foundations. Yeah. Um, I have a scripture here that I felt was really good for like, this is how we love each other well. Colossians 3, 12 through 14. 
So embrace as the elect of God, holy and beloved. That's us, you guys. We're the elect of God. A spirit of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering. Bear with one another and forgive one another. If anyone has a quarrel against anyone, even as Christ forgave you, so you must do. And above all these things, embrace love, mm -hmm. which is the bond of perfection. So I take these, um, you know, treat each other with mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering. If you have a quarrel, take care of it right away and embrace love. You know, love um, is the greatest of all. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the bond of perfection. The bond of perfection. <laughs> like, love one another. That will that will be a good friendship and know what healthy love is. That's kind of what we're, I'm really trying to hit on today. What? How do you do that healthily? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. And when you are close with one another, I think you might have said this already though. But when you're close with one another and you're you know you're in that point in life where your friends have families or you you have your family. You also want to surround your family with people who are healthy people. Yes. Who you're in a healthy relationship with. Yes. Like, I love seeing Megan and Leanne's kids in the hallway at school. And, like, today I seen, well, I was a teacher for Hannah and Paige. Mm -hmm. But then I saw Adam, and he said hi to me. And then Paige, or Paige, Leslie literally jumped. She probably jumped on you. <laughs> <laughs> but she jumped out of line came sprinting down the hallway. Oh, of course she did. <laughs> Of course she did. <laughs> to give me a hug. And, you know, it was just, and uh, Mr. Hammond's her teacher, saw it and just laughed and smiled. Yeah. And so just like, I don't know, that probably triggered something like good in his mind too. So I don't know. That might be weird to say, but you can love your friend's kids well too. Yes. And that relationship that you cultivate even with your friend's kids. Yes. Can be a light to others. Yes. Like who knows? Maybe he was having, I have no idea. I'm speaking yeah. this, but maybe if an, any teacher would see that, maybe they're like, you know what? My day's not going so bad. That gave me the boost of energy I needed to love my kids in my classroom yes. well today. Yes. So I don't know. Well, and it's as a parent, it's nice to know that I have uh, women in my life that love my kids. Mm -hmm. And like, I even said, like, Beth was telling this story about Adam. Adam's in here. <laughs> and she, how, she, oh, yes. And how she, she kind of had to get after him. And I, you know, I can trust her with that. I can mm -hmm. trust you with that, you know? And like, yes, you, I, I trust you to speak well into his life. Like, yes, go ahead and do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> I doesn't remember. <laughs> Oh, but, yeah. and yeah, the heart behind this too is like I don't. I'm afraid we're not just here to brag about our friendships. No, like what it's. But we would be remiss that, hey, like we've we kind of seem to be doing this well. Yeah, and these are our experiences. Yeah, so let's share it. We've even. I feel like we're doing it really well because a lot of there's been a couple of times. Actually, we probably each have done this once. I think we have actually we've all been vulnerable enough because, you know, Satan likes to pick at good things. Mm -hmm. I've been vulnerable enough to um, actually come forth like, hey, I actually am feeling, not, hold on, what word do I want to use? Um, not neglected, but I'm feeling. Like, do you like me? Yes, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, all, I think we've all said that before. Yeah. <laughs> or, um, and we all, when that happened, everybody has spoken life to everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really cool thing 
to and be a part of it. It's nice to know that the conclusions we came to were like, well, hey, we do, and we must have a good thing going because Satan is trying to attack it. Yes, yes. Exactly. And having the wisdom to recognize that and not let it go deeper. Mm-hmm. Satan's so good at getting in your brain and being like, well, you better start separating yourself or yes. you better just like guard your heart with them. Like, I oh, know I'm going to speak this into the light. Yep. And hey, pray yeah. for, you know. Yeah, because my my natural thing is to separate myself. Mm-hmm. And so when you realize that you're doing it's really good to know yourself, know thyself. We did a know podcast self. on that too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so when you're getting the, like you're talking that, what word do I want to use? Toxic self traits. I don't know if that's <laughs> a way to say this, but your own internal triggers or reactions. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. When you know yourself and you know your reactions to things, that is good because then you can catch it and then you can talk to somebody about it or, you know, bring it to light. Talk to Jesus. Talk yeah. to your friend. First and foremost, talk to Jesus. Talk to Jesus first always. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then if it brings to light that he went, he goes, you know what? Maybe you should talk it out with him. Then you talk it out with him. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't ask you to do that. All you need to do is talk to Jesus about it. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good. Yeah, um, I loved this quote from C.S. Lewis uh, as I was researching for this podcast, and it's so true. I'm like this this is something I is one of the joys of my life. Mm-hmm. He said, "Is any pleasure on earth as great as a uh, what did I write there? <laughs> I'm just gonna say a group. I'm gonna start over. I apologize." <laughs> it's just chicken scratch. Is any pleasure on earth as great as a circle of Christian friends by a good fire? Mm. A circle of Christian friends by yes. a good fire. I'm like, no, it's one of my favorite things it in the is world. Me too. I could just sit there around that fire talking, not talking, yes. and just being, mm-hmm. you know, with my friends. Yes. And, you know, one of the greatest friendships of all time that have produced some of the greatest um fiction of all time fantasy mm-hmm. tolkien and lewis yes isn't and that a crazy duo it's amazing i was <laughs> i wish i had my phone actually to like read everything i was learning about them but lewis it was tolkien who converted lewis correct so uh tolkien was catholic and lewis mm-hmm. went more with like the i'm not not charismatic but church of god um denomination the more and yeah yeah, it, we're getting close to yeah. time. Actually, I think I hear him. Oh, okay. Or, Adam, why don't you head turn, over there for now? Turn it on the... Give me that. My son is um, going down the hall for a guitar lesson with <laughs> an amazing guitar teacher, Tom. So, sorry about that. Yeah, and um, there's actually a movie on Pure Flix. So, even if you just buy... or it's, Pure Flix is like Netflix. So, even if you just get the subscription to that for like just to watch this movie. But the... Um, a reluctant convert or the most reluctant yes. convert. Yeah. Is amazing. Yeah. Um, and as I have my phone too, to backtrack that book I referenced earlier is called real marriage by Mark and grace Driscoll, the truth about sex, friendship and life together. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I recommend it. Um, yeah. That so if good. you want to be inspired by a good friendship, look up Tolkien and Lewis. Mm hmm. And if you want to be wowed with their intelligence. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. Look at that up. Like their literary circles. And I I guess Lewis would pull Tolkien back from when he would stray. He would get so stressed. Because if you know anything about Tolkien, he created actual languages for 
Yes. For his world. Yeah. Elvish language. All these things. He was like a language word guru. Genius. Yeah. Genius is the word. And Lewis, he would get so stressed about the languages he was trying to create that Lewis would bring him back and say, well, write the story. Yeah. Stop getting caught up <laughs> in the language. Like, and he could say that to him, like, yeah. bring it back and write the story. And yeah. I'm like, I love that. I, I love, love that, that illustration yeah. of a friend That's being good. like, oh, and like <laughs> hey, what's the focus? <laughs> yes. I love it. You can write the storyline and then, you know, worry about all this other stuff. I love it. You know, the world is like, as I was researching this yesterday, I was like, I had this profound love of learning. I was like, what a cool thing to learn about Lewis and Tolkien. Yes. These things that we can apply to our lives. Like, we're blessed. We live in this information age. The internet gets a bad rep, but it's also awesome. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. It's true. There's a good side to everything. Yeah. But... I guess, did you want to say anything else about Texas? Or? I really don't have anything else. I feel like I touched on it. I feel like some common advice after this would be like, um, get, so surround yourself with people that you want to look, like you emulate, like mm-hmm. you want to be. And sometimes, you know, don't like mm. cling yourself to someone automatically because you got to kind of feel out like, are they open to my friendship, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if you know what you want to be, start putting yourself in the situations to meet those people yes. and be willing to open your home. Mm-hmm. Like we said earlier, it's good to say no, but also we need to say yes. yes. We can't always say no. We can't always say no. We have to have that healthy balance. We are made for relationship. The mm-hmm. Trinity define is the perfect example. It was God, the father, mm-hmm. the Holy spirit, and the son, Jesus, we are made for a relationship. They're in relationship. We're made for relationship with God and with others. And we yes. aren't who we are meant to be without relationship Mm -hmm. so find good relationships i am a huge advocate of small groups we are about to get those off the ground again at church and i'm super pumped that's how we met i know it is it's how we became friends so Mm -hmm. get get keyed in with something like that you have the potential to meet people that are looking for the same thing as you Mm -hmm. there um, something I did learn in Texas, Whoops. as I just told you, no, I don't have anything oh, else. Yeah. So something that both Lauren and Suzanne talked about is, um, I think it was Lauren's pastor. Her, their pastor said one time, take the spiritual average of your five closest friends. Mm-hmm. And so, or take, go, like rank them one through 10, like on their spiritual, spiritual, spirituality and like their pursuit of God, you know, like, how are they doing? Are they pursuing God or are they not? Are they even believing God mm-hmm. kind of thing? And then average them out, and that's probably what you'll be. Yeah. So you want to surround yourself with people who are constant. You want to surround yourself with, like, seven, eights, and ups. Mm-hmm. That's what I would As say. As iron sharpens iron. Yes. Um. Yeah, you you have taught me things. Beth has. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can... I can actually like think of certain things you all have said to me and it's like profound, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm grateful for it. Yes. I'm grateful for it. Mm-hmm. So that's my last thing. Yeah, that's good. So I probably botched it a little bit, but that was the main consensus of it. Yeah. yeah well, maybe now we got to get on about marriage again. Maybe we could get Jess and Seth Ooh, snap. to come on. Jess wants to come on. Yeah. I just, he needs to just do it. Yeah. Because life's never going to calm no, down. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right. Well, we hope you got a lot of good nuggets today. Yeah. And it was fun. It was. It went fast, actually. It did. You know, last week's did too. Yeah. Yeah. Because we both were like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, 
Dragonheads were back. Yeah, and I'm glad. Like Zoom was fun, but I'm glad we're here together. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. It's a good tool. Good tool. for the moments we need it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. alrighty. Until next time, we love you guys and God bless. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Midwest Girls. We could not do it without you and all your support. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a five-star review, comment your thoughts, and share this with all who you love in order to raise awareness for what we are doing here on Midwest Girls and at Project 68. Also, I just wanted to let you in on just a little secret. We have a little discount code for our listeners at our merch store, which you can find on our website or in the notes section below. It is Midwest Girls 10, all caps. Again, Midwest Girls 10, all caps. And you can find our merch store link at www.project68ministry.com or you can find it all in the show notes below. We give God all the glory for this platform and we hope this podcast is making an impact for the kingdom. So until next time, much love and God bless to y'all.